This is the Women with Vision podcast, where we get real with some of the leading entrepreneurial superwomen about what it takes to build a business online and beyond with kids, husbands, and everything else. Hey there, superwomen. I am so excited today to have my next guest. Uh, She is a speaker, a facilitator. She's the founder of Edwards Authentic. And I'm excited to talk to her, you know, just to find out how she went from the mental health background, uh, talent development to what she's doing today. So Nicole Edwards, how are you? I'm very well. I hope you are too. Yes, this is so fun. So first of all, I know that you have a professional background in mental health. You've done some talent development. You've been doing this for over 20 years. And what got you into this kind of work? So along my life, right, I've had several different, like I first thought I was going to be an actress. Everyone always starts out with like a dream that they want. And it's funny how the steps lead you to where you are. I got into mental health um, in graduate school like a long, long time ago. Um, And it was because I wanted to have a better handle. I had, you know, um, some mental health issues in my family. And they always say you're led to, you know, kind of what's going on in your own life. And I really, I've always been positioned to, to want to help people and want to help them in whatever journey they need to do to be healthy and whole. And so I started out early working with teenage girls um, who had um, somewhat of, you know, difficult pasts, a lot of them really difficult pasts. And you know, I found that work to be, you know, really difficult, but really rewarding. And it's just interesting to hear people's backgrounds and then help them to kind of maybe, you know, transition into better choices and then, and then pave the way for the rest of their life. So my, my background, then um, I only worked for a short time um, in that particular setting. Uh, And then I ended up having um, twins, So kind of unexpectedly, I had Mm -hmm. twins and had to put my career on hold for a moment. So when I was in that space, I was, you know, I I was a mom, full-time mom for a few years. And I thought, you know, what could I do um, to continue my journey in helping people, but maybe in a different way? And so I stumbled upon, you know, facilitation, which for those people who don't know, it just, it's, it's basically a a group setting where you are sharing new knowledge and you're helping people to uncover uh, maybe new insights that they can apply to their lives. So facilitation and and speaking became something that I I wanted to do. And funny enough, that connects to the the actress bug maybe I had before. Um, But that's something how all of it comes, all of it comes back, right? Absolutely. And, And even the counseling background helps me so much Um, when I do personal and professional development workshops. And so I was afforded a great opportunity to work um, with a wonderful company that allowed me to really cultivate my craft in facilitation and and presenting workshops. And, you know, I've been to a million workshops. I'm sure you have too. And a lot of times you go and you're bored to tears. A lot of times people are just speaking at you, right? They're standing at the front and they're telling you what you need to know. They might have a PowerPoint and the show's over and you go home, right? Maybe they might ask you a couple questions. Um, what I learned along the way um, in studying adult learning and studying like really transformational experiences is where you really position and you design the content to where people can apply it to their lives. And it's not just, you know, what I think you should do. It's here's some new insights. 
how do you reflect on, you know, what you've done so far and how do you apply that to your life? And so I did that for, you know, many, many, many years and uh, really fell in love with it. And so um, as I transitioned um, to, to, to doing bigger things, you know, in the whole nonprofit world, I've been a part of the nonprofit world for, for, for more than 20 years now. And um, I just saw the need for these types of experiences, these types of transformational workshops, not just the, the seminar that you go to and it's quirky and, you know, you get a little a booklet and you get sent on your way. I really wanted to do this transformational work. And so um, I, I decided, you know what, I want to bring this to a different audience. I want to bring it to specifically professionals. Um, I started out my company working with nonprofit uh, professionals and some corporate um, professionals in retreats and, and things like that. Um, but I really have pivoted to work with women in any capacity um, that are trying to do better professionally, whether that's you work, you know, a nine to five, you know, no, no shame in that game at all. Mm-hmm. Or if you're an entrepreneur, or even if you just want to up your game as a, as a, a boss, right? Yeah. Um, and I felt like that was missing in the way that that I put my flair on on these types of workshops. So that's so how the birth of it started. So good. It reminds me of so many things that I've done in my, my career. One, Women with Vision International started off like this. Uh, we were doing a lot of workshops. Uh, once a month, I would get a bunch of speakers to come and speak about different topics. Um, I've also done some transformational work on my own through Landmark International, through mm-hmm. Mastery of, you know, the MITT, which is another one very similar and uh, experimental, experiential learning. Yes. That's what, yeah. Yes. That's it right there. Yeah. yeah. And, and it. It, it changes your, literally changes yeah. your life, you know, especially you're doing, oh my gosh, in my TT five, five um, days of just like, oh, uh, yeah. in there. Yeah. So that's what you're doing. Yes. So good. How has it been for you now that we have been under a lockdown and pandemic and stuff like that? So like for most of us, very difficult. Um, I've actually taken this time. Um, I haven't done too much um, outward facing um, events or anything like that. I've done a couple of um, virtual sessions, but I've really taken the time to, to pivot and to rebrand myself and to not that, you know, what I started with wasn't good, but it's just, you know, fine tuning what it is exactly that I do and how do I present myself to the world? And so I've taken this time to do the necessary work to rebrand. So good. You know, I think that's what, that's what makes you a successful businesswoman is that pivot is something that you have to be ready to do on a dime. And the faster you can like figure out what the pivot is, because you know, a lot of, a lot of people got stuck right there in the beginning. So you, you got a chance to kind of use your own understanding of transformation. Absolutely. You know, and pivot. Speaking of that, tell me a little bit about the, some of the biggest hurdles that you've had to overcome personally in your life. So, I mean, a couple of things come to mind personally. um, The first thing that comes to my mind, I'm a mom. So first and foremost, I'm I'm an, and I'm a single mom. And as I mentioned, I had twins, right? So they're now uh, 16, which is unbelievable. I have a wow. Um, yeah, I know. I can't. I can't even. Um, but my son, um, my son is on the autism spectrum. So 
you know, when they were born, um, that was one, a surprise. Um, I wasn't married at the time. I was with, you know, their father, but it was kind of unexpected, right? Um, and then as they developed, I noticed something was wrong with my son. And because they're, they're, they're growing up together. So you, you realize, you know, and your mommy intuition, you just know something's a little off. So we had him tested and such and, and found out. And, and I didn't really know much about autism at that time. And so that began a whole nother journey and level of difficulty in everything that I did. Um, and, and, you know, not only it being difficult at home because, you know, and every kid on the autism spectrum looks different. And so with mine, he had, you know, he made eye contact. He didn't have any of those things, but he had a lot of sensory issues. So um, he, you know, lights and sounds, bright lights and sounds would trigger him. And other things would trigger, trigger meltdowns that to the outside, you know, untrained eye looks just like a kid misbehaving. And that's not the case. And so it was like walking on eggshells a lot. And I took him to a lot of therapy in the early years. And I just remember feeling really, you know, it was difficult and, and, and dark. And you don't really see, you only see kind of what's in front of you. It's hard mm -hmm. enough to survive a day to day, let alone think about yourself or anything else, you know? Um, so that's, a, you know, that definitely first comes to mind that that was a huge challenge. And luckily enough, um, he was able to get plugged into a, a wonderful school and, you know, and a wonderful community surrounded me that eventually led him to where he's now in high school. He's on the honor roll. He's in regular classes. He's going to university. Like it, it blows my mind to look back. But I know at the time it was a dark place where I didn't even feel like I some days you know, couldn't go on. Yeah. Yeah. It's it. I can't imagine single mom, two kids, you know, that means you got two toddlers. That means you have two babies yes. at the same yeah. time. You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> whoo, yeah. right. That means you have two teenagers at the same time, you know, it's like a lot of work and you're trying to take care of them and take care of yourself and take care of everything. <clears throat> it is a lot. And, uh, but, but good for you. Look at this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What are some other, what are some other things that you had to overcome? I know you were mentioning um, about your perfectionism, overcoming perfectionism. Yeah. I can't imagine, especially if you're dealing with a kid who has on the autism spectrum. Yeah. And trying you, to say you're that's you know that's one way God can teach you about perfectionism. Absolutely, you know, has the biggest sense of humor. Absolutely. Well, I'm a Virgo, so I don't know if you're oh. into astrology, <laughs> right? <laughs> Us Virgos have a thing with perfectionism um, and just striving for, you know, excellence in every endeavor. And so I've had that my whole life, whether it was school or work or home or whatever. Um, and that made me focus on the day to day moments, you know, the moments that I could just embrace, whether it was good or bad, you know, and knowing that each moment will pass. So the bad ones, you know, OK, you know it's going to pass. And then the good ones, you know, let's embrace it for what it is. So that notion of perfection was shattered to the core. Like I had always wanted, you know, things to be the way that I thought they should be, you know what I mean? And so yeah. that translated, you know, it, you know, in my work life, sometimes it makes you produce excellent work. I think it's probably let that for me. Um, but in starting my own business, you feel like things need to be perfect before you unleash them. Right. You know, before you post, before you, you know, do your workshop, before you launch your course or whatever. And I have had moments where you're kind of like, 
debilitated at the moment. Like you don't want to go because it's not quite right. But I've learned that you just go. And then if you follow the next step, just like I did, right, when I had them when they were younger, um, and those lessons I'm, I'm sure carried over to just really just going with the moment, one foot in front of the other and act. Don't just sit, just act. Because I also have a tendency to ruminate and go over things, you know, till they are perfect until I act. And that's a big, big lesson in starting um, your own endeavor. Absolutely. Yeah. The thing about uh, that's so I'm so glad you brought this up because the thing about being an entrepreneur, um, uh, the most successful entrepreneurs, I think they may want to get things right, obviously, and be uh, excellent. But it's very difficult to be super successful and a perfectionist at the same time. Right. It's very, very difficult because you won't get anything done and you won't let go of what needs to get done. Mm -hmm. Like you'll, you'll have, you'll be insisting that it won't be right unless you touch it. And so you can't get a lot done. You only have 24 hours, you know? So yeah. it's so good that you brought that up. What, what keeps you inspired though? What, what is the thing that keeps you going when it's tough? So I, I think the very first thing is my faith. I think my faith is the center part of my life and what inspires me even in the darkest moments to keep going. Um, I think also being surrounded by people who are like-minded so if you, you know, you don't have to have a big tribe, but if you have a small tribe of people who are trying to grow and who are positive and, and, and are trying to, to get to the, the next whatever level that looks like, I think that is imperative. I think that keeps me inspired. And, I, and of course, looking at my kids, you know, and, and just looking at they're so hardworking and beautiful and sweet and just, you know, oh, you know, you can't help but think like a piece of you is doing this to, to, as a, as a, an example. Yeah. You know, so good. And, and yeah. And, and you feel like, like I always get, you know, centered also, like, what is it that I was meant to put out in the world? And I'm sure a lot, I'm sure every entrepreneur feels that way or mm -hmm. anybody that does anything that, you know, you always try and find like, what is it that thing or things that I would like to put out in the world that don't exist or don't exist in my little flair, right. You know, with my little flair. So. So good. And then I know that being around a lot of entrepreneurs, other or just people that you're facilitating for, seeing them transform is probably very motivating as well. That is I, you know, yes, that's probably the most rewarding um, thing. Absolutely. Um, yeah. To see people shift um, a perception. I'm um, I did a TED talk called In Your Eyes, and it's all about shifting perception. And I just feel like so much of connection is rooted in our ability to do that. And so much of a, our ability to see things in a new light and to open up possibilities is based in our ability and willingness to shift perspectives. Yeah, very good. What advice would you give to someone who is, um, who is stuck in some way and they need to actually begin the process of transformation? Um, something that I talk about and something that I, I personally applied in my own life is this notion of authentic power. And um, I don't know if you, you probably know because of your background and all of that. So authentic power just basically means that when your personality, your soul, right, who you are at your core aligns with your mission, like aligns with what you're supposed to be doing um, in this life. And so when you can get closer and closer to that 
And I'm also a proponent of you might not just have one. That's okay. Like people get hung up with the idea that you have to have one passion that, and then that stumps people, you know, that makes people trip over themselves. I don't necessarily think that, but I do believe if you are really tapping into your authentic power, that will give you the answer. And so a lot of times we don't move because it doesn't feel right. Even if we're conscious or unconscious about it, it's not right. That's why you're stuck, right? Because as soon as you get aligned, it starts moving, it starts flowing, it starts, you know, going towards whatever Mm -hmm. that is. So good. So, so good. So first of all, I want people to be able to find you, but do you, are you still doing some work in this space online of some sort, like, you know, doing some kind of facilitation work or have like some, uh, workshops that you're putting on virtually. So my, well, my website, my company, Edwards authentic, my website is edwardsauthentic.com. Um, and I will have that, um, right now it'll be, you know, up there. Um, as I mentioned that I'm rebranding, Um, so I eventually will get new content and new information, um, and events moving forward, but that's where anybody can locate me, um, for now. Yes. That's so good. Make sure you check out Nicole Edwards, edwardsauthentic.com. You can also look her up on IG and on Facebook, maybe send her a message and say, you know, I'm interested in transforming my, transforming my life and finding out a little bit more about her. How do they find you on IG or Facebook? So on my IG, it's Edwards Authentic, mm-hmm. the same thing. Um, and if you look for me on Facebook, you can look up Nicole Edwards. Even if you type in Nicole Edwards um, and you type in Edwards Authentic, you would be able to find me there too. Awesome. It'd awesome. Be straightforward. Yeah. Oh my gosh, Nicole. So good. I love it. I love what you're doing. I've had so much success myself. If I hadn't gone to some of those kind of facilitation uh, workshops, I don't think I would actually be where I am today. So it's extremely important what you're doing. I really love it. And thank you so much for being here today. Thank you for having me.